the last thing we were discussing was a person wants to get meat for the house on Yom Tov. You can't mention money to the butcher, rather just say piece, a half a piece, a quarter piece, and he would pay him after Yom Tov. But you can't mention numbers on Yom Tov. And with that, we are starting the Mishnah on Kaf Tet Amud Aleph, four lines in. Omer Adam Maleli Kelize. A person can tell his friend, fill up this vessel, this cup. Avalo Bemida, but not if it's a cup with measurements. Rebuda Omer Mida. If it was a measurement cup, don't fill it up. And the Gemara will explain exactly what the Mishnah is talking about. And Maaseh be'Aba Shaul ben Botnit shaya me'male midotav me'arev yom tov. Aba Shaul ben Botnit would fill up his measuring cups. I guess that he would sell wine in from already arev yom tov because he wouldn't measure on yom tov. Venotnan lelekohot be'yom tov, and he would give it to the customers on yom tov. Aba Shaul omer af ba'moed oseke. No, he would even do this on chola moed. Why? Because of the foam, when he was pouring wine from uh, the big jug into the cups or into the measuring cups, the foam would make it look as if it's higher, and he didn't want to steal from the customer, so he did it the night before, so by the time the morning comes, everything would uh, become lowered, be the exact measurement. He would even do this on a regular weekday. When pouring oil from a big jug into a measuring cup, a lot of times not all of the oil will come out. Towards the end, everything that sticks around comes out slowly. And he didn't want to steal all that left over. Therefore, he just poured it ready from the night before and it slowly came out. So the Gemara says, My Avalobemida. When the when the Tanah and the Mishnah said Avalobemida, what does that mean? He, a person could fill up a cup but not the measuring. So Amar Vidamashmoyal Avalobiklim Yuhadamida, not with a measuring cup. You could fill up a cup, not a measuring cup. If it's a cup that's there for backup just in case the main measuring cup breaks you have this one you know how much this one fills up even though it doesn't have measuring numbers on it so the back up cup you're allowed to use that one comes and argues and says even the backup one you can't do that because you know exactly how much is in there and that looks like you're buying and selling on yom tov and that's all in the whole that things that you usually do on a whole. Now, what we're understanding is Alma, we learn from the Mishnah that Gabe Simchat Yom Tov, when it comes to Simchat Yom Tov, Rabbi Yudah Lachumra, Rabbanan Lekula. Rabbi Yudah is the one who's Mahmir, Rabbanan are the ones who are lenient. Vehaib Chashemin but we heard the opposite. Ditanan Rabbi Yudah Omer, Shokel Adam Basar Keneged Akiliuch Neged Akofitz. A person is allowed to weigh meat against a vessel against a knife, something that you know what their weight is. And they said you can't use the scale at all. You see, Rabbiuda is the one who's leaning. Rabbana is the one who's mahmir. So the Gemara explains the He's not contradicting. Why hatam? Over there with the scale, the reason he was lenient, over there it's something that's not there for measuring. 
Hachan, our Mishnah, Be'omed, Lemidah, we're talking about something that's there for measuring, and it looks like you're selling on Yom Tov. And the same idea, Drabana, Drabana, Nami, Lakashia, Hatam, over there, by weighing, Ka'avid, Behold, he weighs the same way you weigh during the weekday, on a scale. Sometimes on a hole, you don't have a, a, a weight, uh, so you just use something else that you know what the weight is. Ha'chalvi, here, the reason they were lenient, behold, he doesn't work the way he would do it on a hole. On a hole, nobody uses this keli for measuring. Now, Rabbah explains a little bit differently. What does that mean, the Tanakama said in our Mishnah? Do not mention measurement numbers. Do not say areva, a log, a kav, none of that stuff, right? But if it's a if it's a vessel that's meant for measuring, it's not a sur, you can fill it up. That a keli that's meant for measuring, do not fill it up, even if you're not mentioning numbers. And we're going to ask the same question we asked before. Alma gabesim hat yom tov. Review da lehuma verabanan de kula. The haib chasham inan lehu. But we heard the opposite. The tenan. Review da omer shokel dam basak and neged a kli with neged a kofit. The person can measure meat against a kelid or a knife that he knows the the weight. Hachamim omrim en mashkiachim bekaf moznaim kol aikah. Hachamim don't allow you to use the scale. Alma review da le kula verabanan lehumra and kashiad review da review da kashiad rabanan rabanan. What do you do? And the Gemara answered the same way we answered before. The Rebuda, the Rebuda, la kasha, hatam with the scale, b'she'enom yuhad lemida. It's not meant for measuring. Hacham yuhad lemida over here with the cup. It's meant for measuring. The Rabana, the nami la kasha. They don't contradict each other. Hatam ka'avid k'davdin behol. You're doing exactly what you do in hole because sometimes you don't have a weight and you use uh, this knife or this vessel. Hachalok ka'avid k'davdin behol. But over here with this uh, cup, you're not uh, you're not do, working the way you do it on hole. Why? Because it does happen that sometimes people bring a cup to their friend, even if it has measurements on it, and they just bring it to, to drink from it, not to measure. They just want to drink from it, so it doesn't necessarily look like you're there for selling. Now let's go back to Mishnah. Ma'aseh Baba Shaul ben Botanit Tana Af ben Moed Alsekin. Even on Holam Moed, he would fill up the barrels already from the night. Mipenet Bitul Bet Amidrashi because he didn't want to waste time. He was there to teach Torah, and a lot of people came to learn from him, and he didn't have time to wait over there until everything gets filled up properly. So therefore, he did it at night. Tanu Rabbanan Hu Kanas Shilosh Moed Garbe Yain Mibirurei Hamidot. He gathered 300 barrels of wine from whatever was left in those barrels. So there was some sort of miracle where he would pour everything out from the night before, make sure everything drops, everything would come out perfect on the, for, the, for the buyer. And still what was able to come out was another 300 barrels of wine over the years. And and his friends were able to get 300 barrels of oil from whatever was left in the barrel, even though they were they were fairly uh, pouring the exact amount of oil to the buyer, they still were left with uh, 300 barrels of oil. 
and the, they were worried because maybe we stole, maybe we didn't. So they brought it to the Gazbarim, the, the, the treasurers in Yerushalayim. Listen, do tzorche hekdesh, meaning do kodesh things for the public. You don't have to do that because it's not considered a gezel. The people were in a rush. They went out. They they got exactly what they wanted. Everyone was happy. There's no gezel. They probably forgave you. We don't want that. It's other people's. It doesn't belong to us. We don't want it. So told them, if you want to be mahmir, then do something for the public. Meaning, the Tanya Gazal ve'enoyo de'al demi Gazal. If a person stole, didn't know he stole from Yaseh ba'en tzorche rabim. Do something for the public. So, mainly, who what's tzorche rabim? What's public uh, things? Amarav hasda borot shechinu marot make uh, holes, wells, uh, things that people could drink from, and this way everyone is benefiting from it. And Adbare Rav Hasda le Rabana Okva. Rav Hasda walked with Rabana Okva through the city v'darash. And told them, Lo dod adam seorim A person shouldn't measure barley in a measuring cup and give it in front of his animal. It looks like you're measuring to sell. Aval koder hu kab o kabaim v'noten lifneh behem hoshesh. But what he could do is go to the big pile of barley with that measuring cup, fill it up, a cab or, or two cabs, and give it in front of your animal and don't worry because people usually just grab a fistful and here you didn't use a fistful you just use the cup you did a shinui so no one thinks you're going to sell venachtom and nachtom usually means baker over here it means a cooker a chef he's allowed to take some ingredient spices measure to make sure it's right and this and throw it in so this way he knows that the the the, the pot that he's making doesn't get ruined so he's allowed to measure and amarav yermiya bar aba amarav modedet isha kemah beyom tov venotnet letoch isata lady can measure uh, how much flour she's putting into the dough on Yom Tov, because she wants to give the right amount to the Kohen, one out of 24, and if she doesn't know exactly how much she put in, she can't really give uh, the the, halal the way he's supposed to, therefore let her measure. Shmuel Amar Asur, he's not allowed. Now the question is, Shmuel Mutar, Shmuel said Mutar. So Amar Abaye Hashtade Amar Shmuel Asur. Betana Debe Shmuel Mutar. So Shmuel said Asur. His yeshiva said Mutar. You have to say that Shmuel Halachalim Aseh Atalashmainan. When Shmuel himself said it's Asur, he was probably giving us Halachalim Aseh, meaning really Mutar, not a problem. But uh, we don't want people messing around. Therefore, he's coming to give a halacha lemaaseh that it's asur. Now the gemara is going to shift into talking about halacha of sifting flour on yom tov. So Tanu Rabbanan and Shonin Kemach beYom Tov. You're now allowed to re-sift flour on yom tov, meaning you you sifted it yesterday. So there's no reason for you to do it again today. And if you wanted to re-sift it, you should have re-sifted it yesterday. And Mishum Rabbi Papias Rabbi Yehuda ben Betera Amru Shonin. It's not a big deal. Do it again. What's the problem? Veshavin, and there's no argument. Everyone agrees. Sheim nafal letochan tzeror okesam. If a rock, a little bit of dirt fell into it, Sheshonin, then you could redo it because it got ruined. Now you want to do it all over again. Tanetana kame de Rabina. Tana to in front of Rabina. En Shonin kemach beyom tov. You don't re-sift flour on yom tov. About nafal tzeror okesam, 
but if uh, if a rock or dirt fell into the flower, you could take it out with your hand. And Rabbi Na turns around and asks, It's a big problem. You are borer. That's the way people separate. They take the bad from the good. And Rash Rava Barav Huna Zute, Rava Barav Huna, the small, was Doresh Apithad in Hadea at the entrance of the city of Nehadea. Shonin came Ahbeum Tov. You're allowed to re sift flour on Yom Tov. Amar Lehur of Nahaman, of Nahaman told them, Puku Vimru Lele Abba, go tell my friend Abba, Shekilate Vutech Ushde Ahizare. Take whatever good you gave us and throw it on the thorn bush. I don't need to agree to what you just said. Meaning, I have this heter without you. You can go look how many sifters are being used in Nehar De'a on Yom Tov. You weren't Mehadesh anything. The wife of Rav Yosef sifted flour again on Yom Tov. She re-sifted it. On the, but she did it on the back side of the sifter. She wanted to do a little bit of a shinui. And Amar Lan, Rav Yosef, told her, He told her that, Look, I want a better bread. I want cleaner bread. And therefore, do it again and again. And interesting enough, Tosfot of you has a machloket. Uh, it says that it sounds like if you do it b'shinu, you're allowed to re-sift, but not lechatchila to sift ayim tov. And you brought a rashbam that says no, even lechatchila you're allowed to sift as long as you do it b'shinu. And Tosfot says do not rely on it let rather let a goy do it. Now, Debithu de Ravashe, Ravashe's wife, Nihla Kimha Agaba de Patora. She sifted, or she re-sifted flour on the backside of a table that uh, to do a little bit of a shinui. And Amar Ravashe Hadidan Berate de Rami Barhama. That's my wife. She's the daughter of Rami Barhama. Rami Barhama Marad Ovadava. He was medakdek with what he did. He was big tzaddik. They loved the hazia miben ashan. If she didn't see this if by her parents' house, which is Rami Barhama, la avda, she wouldn't have. Uh, she wouldn't have done such a thing. And therefore, you could keep that minhag of re-sifting flour on Yom Tov. Last Mishnah. A slow person could go to a regular store that he's used to. Tell him, I want uh, 10 walnuts, 10 eggs. Give him a number. Because that's the way a person usually counts in his house. He has 10 children. He wants 10 walnuts, etc. It doesn't look like you're buying and selling. Now the Gemara starts. A slow person could go to the shepherd. He usually buys his uh, food from. His meat, give me one goat, one sheep. So you go to the butchers used to go into. Give me one leg, give me one thigh. So the person who, you, who has birds, chickens, they usually go to. Give me one pigeon, one other type of bird. It's on the Tomaragil, so the baker that you're used to going to the Omerland town, tell me, Kikaraha, give me one loaf, or Guska hat, or one bigger bread. It's a Henvani Haragil, it's low. You go to the regular store, the Omerland, you tell them, Ten li, Isrim, Betsim, or Hamishim, Gozim, give me 20 eggs, 50 walnuts, Asraf, Arsakin, 10 peaches, Hamishari, Monim, 5 pomegranates, Vetrog, Ehad, 1 Etrog, Ubilvat, Shelo, Yaskil, Schumida. Just don't say a measurement. 
Rabbi Shimon Azar Omer, Bilvat Shalot Yazkiyolo Sechum Mikah. Don't mention any prices. Hadran Allah and Sadin, and we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.